0: Coming to you live from the second bedroom of Shane's apartment, this is the Shane and Scuba Steve Podcast.
1: I'm not had that game. bamboozled, and every other word ja Rule said after Firefest. Welcome S- back to the Shane Schemer's <laughs> Podcast. Welcome back. <laughs> Can't even say it. Right. Welcome back to the Shane Schemer's
0: Steve Podcast, where we where it's another week, another seven days out of three hundred and sixty-five have passed.
1: Yes, I mean it hasn't really been a week. We recorded on Thursday night last week. We got the podcast up a little late, but yes. we're back now.
0: Ugh, that's already feels like forever ago. It really has.
1: You know, there's been a lot of big changes in the world since then. Not really.
0: What are you – hey, what are you talking about? Jeff Bezos is no longer going to be the CEO of Amazon.
1: So you know what's telling terrible about me is I saw that and I went, okay, and kept moving because, like, I didn't know what else to do today besides not care about Amazon.
0: I more so – I don't know what that means. That's – when I saw that, I was just like, okay.
1: I think basically – so he's just going to be executive chairman of Amazon. And someone explained it on probably twitter or reddit that it's basically like when google became alphabet okay i don't remember that or really understand what that was okay that was when google was like we have too many companies named google we got to put them all under alphabet and name them different things okay i think or simple like i'm I, I, that's like the simplest way i can think about it okay i mean i don't know like he's a billionaire many times over he might be our first trillionaire at some point
0: many terrifying many times over
1: i saw a stat that they could if if jeff bezos was so inclined he could give all of his employees it's like 800 something thousand of them 150 mm-hmm. grand each or 105 grand each and still be as wealthy as he was in march of 2020 yeah pre-pandemic it's it's insane it is insane it's it's just absolute i don't even you know like everyone's like, oh, with a million dollars, I could do X, Y, Z. You know, you're thinking like a billion. It's a thousand times that. It's almost inconceivable to put your head around.
0: Yeah, and he has a couple of those billions. Oh, he has, I think, a like hundred. Yeah, just a couple. That's what I How said. How much is he worth? Um, I, th- uh, taking a guess. If you're looking up right now, I think I hear you typing. I'm gonna say he's mm, three hundred eighty-four billion. About half that, one hundred eighty-five billion. He was divorced though. True. His, wife got, his ex-wife got half of that. So I think I got it. I just, okay. I'm going pre-divorce. I, I was okay, such you're a going... man by pre-divorce.
1: So this is January, uh, January 2021. That number was live. So, okay. Maybe I'll, I'll see if his personal life is on. Yep, it is. What do you know? Of course it is. Alright. And oh, I'm just killing it. Okay, Mackenzie, his ex-wife. <laughs> Is now worth $57 billion. She gave
0: a lot away to charity. She is. She's a very charitable person. Yeah. Also, I think that was her being like, oh, hey, Jeff, you know all the money you don't give away? I'm just doing that. Surprise. Yeah.
1: Hey, gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah. Well, that's how our
0: day started with news of Jeff Bezos. That and then GameStop stock crashing.
1: Yeah. Incredible.
0: Yeah. What's it at now? Uh, I don't know, like $90, hopefully. Hey, that's still pretty good. Yes. I believe it is at $90. Exactly. Whew. I think that's, that's better than our stock. I think ours is trading. No, ours is
1: um, always rising.
0: We have more plays this week. So mm-hmm. keep well, listening, gonna, folks. Well, I was going to say it's rising, but that's more just like, did you hear about the Shane and depot sh- podcast? No. Nah. Okay. That's rising stock. That, that's that's right. That's word of, word mouth of advertising. Exactly. And that you that's priceless. It we is. Can't, yeah. You know, I'm pretty sure Harry uh, Houdini, half of his tricks were just from word of mouth. I think he only did it once. Did you say Hillary Houdini. Houdini or Harry Houdini? I was trying to say Harry. I might have said Hillary, which uh, I don't know. Yeah.
1: This is Long Lost Niece. You'll meet her soon. It's part of the whole plot of the show. He's been playing the
0: long con for that show, uh, gig. I respect but, it. Uh, yeah. You know, but hey. The reason why I'm mixing up Hillary and Harry is because of our drink of the week. It our is. Our drink of the week is martini, which uh, I don't know what you made, but I made a uh, Tito's Gimlet. Because uh, when you said uh, martini, uh, shivers went up my spine because I just went, oh, God. Oh, how am I going to do this? So I went with the Gimlet to get as much. Uh, it's a lot of lime juice I put in it, but uh, yeah.
1: So I did the, uh, I. we spoke about this a few weeks back on my, one of my ideas. The culinary a idea. Martini. Had a what? A red bull martini. No, I did not go over the red bull martini yet. I figured that just caught ca- like caffeine powder and vodka. Also, oh, you can't shake it. No, but caffeine powder and vodka, you could. Don't Ooh, do that, uh, anyone listening at home. That's a terrible idea. Um, I did the caffeine powder rim. <laughs> I did the truffle martini. Okay, so right. it took it took many iterate, not really many iterations. It's only the second one I made. It's fucking delicious. Mm-hmm. Um, so working with that fat washed. Uh, gin we spoke of. Some truffle oil and gin, frozen. Then you strain it out. Delicious. Mm -hmm. Um, A little elderflower, some St. Germain, not spawn. And then sweet vermouth. Sweet
0: vermouth. Very nice. I'm I'm enjoying
1: it. It sounds nice. It is slightly more yellow tinted than I wanted because
0: of the vermouth. Can you give me a a yellow I can compare it to? Are we talking Dijon mustard yellow or like yellow mustard yellow? Like, Like a Bud Light yellow. Above, so as in lighter? No, light like a yellow. Bud Light yellow. Oh, okay, a Bud Light yellow. Yes, okay. Bud Light. Though I don't know if I'd call Bud Light yellow. I'd call it golden, crisp, and refreshing. That's our sponsor of the week. It's Bud Light Cans with the twist-off. You know, those are undervalued cans. Oh, those are nice cans. You, you see them at the, the game, and you're just like, you know what, I might have to get a Bud Light later. Just, so just because, to hold the can. Yeah, so the can, and then you also are like, Uh, Oh, let me just walk around until I find like a a pop-up tent that has a different beer that I want. Oh, okay, it's oh, it's it's eighteen dollars for a sixteen ounce. Uh, How much is that aluminum twist-off Bud Light? Two fifty. All right. I'm only allowed to carry two at once. That's all right with me. What if I pour them into my pockets? What if I pour one into the other one and I have a straw at the bottom and I just keep drinking? That's talented. Yeah.
1: But yeah, that was our drink of the week, martinis. You know, it felt right for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a Tuesday, and uh, yeah, it's Martini Tuesday now.
0: <laughs> oh no, I don't know if I can do martinis every Tuesday. That's really bad. <laughs> unless all of my martinis are like over ice and not containing any of the ingredients, just watered ice, wet ice. <clears throat> this water, oh, so good.
1: So uh, we, w- we watched a movie this week.
0: Yes. Did you? Yes. We're watching, or we, we watched The Little Things. On HBO Max. HBO movie, which I didn't actually realize originally that it was going to be on HBO Max. I completely missed that. So when we talked about watching Little Things, I was like, okay, I'll figure something out. And then <laughs> the luxury of the couch in the cinema was brought to me. See? The little things on HBO Max.
1: It's a beautiful thing having HBO at home because, you know, the
0: home box office at home is
1: the most important thing. hmm So, you know, great movie. So, starring Remy Malek, um Denzel
0: Washington. And Jared Leto. Directed by John Lee Hancock, who you might know from uh, The Founder, the McDonald's movie, Saving Mr. Banks. Another uh, biopic. Oh, okay. Snow White and the Huntsman. Oh, actually, no, he just wrote that. He didn't uh, direct it, Interesting. But... Yeah. So, And my favorite Dennis Quaid movie, The Rookie. Really? Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever yeah. seen it. You've, you've never seen The Rookie with Dennis Quaid? No. Oh, my God. He's a, he's a teacher, and he can throw the baseball like 98 miles an hour, so he goes for a tryout. And he's like in his like late 30s at this point. He, it's a true story, and he makes it into the major leagues. This just sounds like that Mark Wahlberg movie where he plays to the Eagles. That's the, uh, Invincible. Okay, and like you're pretty much, yeah, you're right, um, but they're both true. That's the thing. I, yeah, they're both true. That's good. Happy for them. Yeah. You've never, oh man, the rookie is such a. That's oh, a good movie. I think it's on Disney. You can get it on Disney Plus. Yeah, all right, maybe I'll watch it right now. No, we're we'll recording to a show, you. Shane. the The listeners will listen to you. <laughs> watch it. Excellent. So, yeah,
1: interesting movie. Starts off with like a. A kind of a a, a night, not a, like a stalking scene, like someone driving mm-hmm. on the highway and pulling over and following a, a woman who runs to a gas station and hides. Um, what were your thoughts? Because I was watching it and I was like, "All right, this is pretty good." Like it kind of goes. a um, Washington's character, character, he's got a lot of flaws to him. Yep, and he definitely doesn't kind of like pull it all together at the end. I think the funniest thing to me throughout the movie, this is not a comedy, by the way, by any stretch of the mind. Um, Funniest thing to me, though, is, like, the name of the movie is The Little Things. And they say The Little Things, like, a lot. Mm -hmm. And that's the whole, like, family guy bit of, like, they're saying the name of the movie in the movie. Um, I couldn't take it seriously half the time, though. Because they keep saying it? No, just in general. Because okay. the mo- like you have Remy Malik's character is like a, a, a mm-hmm. severe up and coming detective who's like he's got his very angular gaunt face making all his weird facial expressions the entire time. More power to him. Yep. So he always looks inquisitive for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And in this movie, I really felt like Denzel Washington started showing his age. And okay. I'm used to like in a movie like this, I was thinking of like the character that paralleled it to me, the kind of grizzled detective but younger was Denzel Washington Inside Man. Mm-hmm. and i was kind of expecting that kind of performance after i saw him like you got introduced to him, i was like oh maybe he's gonna pick up the pace and he never really does he's very he kind of moves through scenes like very like tactfully and but mm-hmm. also very with purpose
0: but at the same time you're like does he know what he's doing i think he does but i'm confused i can understand that um overall going into this movie I was pretty excited for it. De- I'm, Denzel Washington's always great in pretty much anything. And I, especially I feel like this is – I don't say this as a negative thing, but, like, he's great in trailers. Yep. Because they can take little snippets, and you just immediately are like, oh, I'm down to, like, anything Denzel – yeah, he's going to be great in this. Um, also, I'm not the biggest Jared Leto fan, so, like, seeing him as, like, this creep kind of at least is like, okay, good, yes, mm, mm. Be How weird. I, yes, okay, you're doing a really good job with this. Yeah, you're kind of winning me over, but at the same time, I'm like, oh, but you're such a creep. Uh, uh. Um, I like this movie. Okay, I agree with I, you. I enjoyed pretty much all the performances. I didn't care for Rami Malek's char- character. I wish it was just more Denzel. Like, I wish Rami's character just honestly didn't exist, and we just focused on him. Yep. But, but at the same time. I saw a lot of this, like, ooh, he's he's one step ahead of the guys. Ooh, we can't get it on him. It's like, yeah, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I wish, I honestly wish it would have been more so that uh, Denzel's character, uh, uh, Deke, um, that he, he, like, just got the evidence right away, and it was more so proving to everyone else along with it, but it set the tone i was like creeped out throughout a lot of this movie and like was expecting like okay what's where are we going it's quite eerie right the movie mm-hmm. is it's like the the
1: score is absolutely incredible it's like yep as i was watching it towards the end i was like all like the scenes were more music like score based and i was like okay wait this is like this is sick like this is a great score to like not to minimize it the score is incredible and it actually it felt me i felt like it was helping move me through the scene Mm-hmm. As they were like, not doing quick, like cut, but like cutting to different parts of the ending.
0: Yes. Uh, the composer was Thomas Newman, who you might know from work such as Finding Dory and Spectre and The Judge. Really? Yeah. Ooh. So definitely, that was something that I enjoyed with that, the film. It, I felt like it never missed its aesthetic, yep. of knowing what it is. It's like a thriller. It's this creepy movie set out in L.A., It kind of reminded me a little bit of Nightcrawler, just in the sense of, like, how I felt about the city. Yep. Um, Really, this was a nice little, I'm not going to say it was my favorite movie for sure, but this was, like, a a nice little, like, I wasn't expecting too much, but I got, I think, what I wanted out of it, which was just Denzel. I don't like seeing Denzel too much as this, like, especially at this age. Like, as this, like, badass, like, fighting action guy. Yep. Like, in uh, The Equalizer. But, like, I enjoyed him here, where it's like, no, he's still just, like, he's a good guy. Yep. Like, he's he has a, the right same morals, but he's not, like, I can clear this r- 15 seconds, I'll clear this entire house of Russian 20-something-year-old soldiers. <laughs> it's like, whoa, okay, what? Nah, nah maybe. Say, give yourself a minute, and maybe I'll believe you. Yeah, maybe you. don't. Maybe don't do that right away. <laughs> oh, whoa, 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 Mr. Equalizer, please don't. No, 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 no. But I think it's
1: it's a great it's a good movie in that regard that mm-hmm. it's not based on this like violent action. It's yep. very much like it tries to be a very cat and mouse movie. But mm-hmm. the thing is, you kind of within the first I want to say half hour ish already have your suspect and Jared Leto. Yeah, from that scene. This spoiler alert to everyone listening from that scene in the appliance work work. Uh, like, workshop, maintenance place, like, store when Jared mm-hmm. Leto just peeks his head around the corner, and I go, oh, that's him. That's the fucker. Like, it's just yeah. immediate to me. So, it's it's a little bit difficult, because at one point, I was almost thinking, I was like, is, um, maybe Malik's character going to be, like, a, a mirage, and he, at the end, it's not going to even be him. Like, it's not going to be real. Because mm-hmm. I was like, like a, like, a fight club type yeah. Thing in a way. Because I was thinking about, I was like, some people have made, like, the way I would read, like, read up on the movie, I was like, oh, maybe this is like a, like a mental thriller thing, like, like, Deke does have to solve this problem from, a pro- like, a past case and figure out, you know, what happened. But at the same time, he has his demons in the fact that he shot one of the suspects. Yeah. Or a survivor of, like, the last case he worked on. And then, you know, heart attack, suspension, divorces wife, and moves to the middle of bumfuck nowhere. The very sad-looking dog. Yeah, I know that dog. I was like, dog, leave this movie. Get out of here. Find a new life.
0: Be in any other movie based in l a you'll be so much better yeah i I can agree yeah, giving us Jared Leto up front or not up front but so early on definitely kind of takes away, but I think in a in a sense you look back at like seven Yeah. Kevin Spacey not everyone's favorite person but like it works so well like we're hunting this character you know Kevin Spacey's face is not in the marketing for that movie either so then when he shows up we're just like wait what and it's he's that was such a great reveal I definitely the one benefit is that we don't have any like real hard evidence except that Jared Leto's character is just such a creep that you're like come on yeah come on guys why are we even letting we can't do anything else on this come on we're just gonna let him walk out this guy who's like there's nothing you can to me Uh, it's like uh his voice was
1: kind of terrifying the entire time yeah like listening to him talk i was like i don't i don't like i got like your skin kind of crawls a little bit hearing him speak because you're like this is very uncomfortable for everyone involved Mm -hmm. but then he fucking dies yeah that's like the weirdest part to me is like that he like goes with him that was kind of like i think that meant like Another mental thing, where it, like, Graham Alexander's like, alright, I'll go with you to find this body, because you said you, like, you know where it is. And it's like, why would you do that? He's admitting it to you live. Like, you don't need the body at this point. Just, like, bring him to a
0: judge. Like, look what he's doing. True, but I think that, you know, that's the character. He's like, no, I want, like, I need, I need all the evidence. I need to see it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I would give, uh, before giving our you know our actual ratings, I'm gonna throw out a uh maybe like a a B minus. I maybe give this maybe a B minus, like a B minus where it's like it's really a C plus, but like, hey, you know what? You you've done really good this week. Here's a couple extra points.
1: I hear you and I like I see your rating,
0: but I'll But are you listening? <laughs> if you hear me, yes, but are you listening? I am listening because I'm gonna raise your
1: rating to a B. Ooh, okay. So, right, so my logic here, besides the movie, so I think that I will is one of those movies where I know I'll rewatch at some point on Netflix. It
0: will come up, but well, there'll be like. No, Netflix. You'll rewatch HBO it on HBO Max. Yes.
1: The eponymous home box office where you can watch new movies at home because they're not at the box office because of the pandemic. To the max. <laughs> yes, Max. Don't, the don't, out don't volume. forget to the max.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: I think for what it is, there's a dearth of these movies out there right now mm-hmm. of like film noir crime movies that are done actually really well and not like tacky.
0: I think... You think this is tacky? No, I said not tacky. Oh, okay. I think... Well, I didn't know if you were implying this was the tacky.
1: No. I'll continue, sorry. I think, like, a very minimalistic cast is really great. Mm-hmm, it, for sure. It really just, it's, you know, three titular characters the entire time, just pivoting. Uh, it helps keep focus. Yeah. I think there was great filmography in the movie. I yep. think, like, that car chase scene, which isn't really a car chase, it's more like they're just looping Clover, like, Cloverleafs looking at each other. Super interesting to me. I thought it was, like, a great it was one of those great little thriller mind things. Even like this this movie exists in, in the very real plane. There's nothing supernatural or weird about it. Except for Jared Leto's eeriness. Yeah, just his voice the entire time. Yeah. I think it was interesting. I think there's like an interesting point to it where it's like, oh, like all the little things, right? And then at the end, it's Deke burning the pack of barrettes after he mailed the red one to uh, Mary Malik's character, Jim. Yeah. Like, because that's that what he was stuck in focusing on. That's like, well, Fenzel Washington's character Deke, clearly has, like, his own demons, has learned, at least, to try to work with them, or, or wants to help people, keep people away from, like, embracing those same demons he has. Mm-hmm. And it's, I think it's, I
0: think it's an okay movie. I'm giving it a B. Okay. We're both, I'm giving it a B minus. You're giving it a B. I'm also going to give it, um, I'm going to give it, Four out of six uh, establishing establishing shots of LA scenery. Okay, yeah. All right, I'm gonna give it. Ooh, see, so you took four out of six. That's a tough one.
1: Hmm. Um, I'm, I'm gonna give it six out of nine uh, holes in the desert. Ooh,
0: ooh, Yep. Plenty of holes, plenty of holes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. that's the little things we we say. Check it out. Check it. Go. Give it. A, give it a, a look. Give it a peek. You don't have to listen. You could just you could watch this movie just for the visuals, and uh, probably you get a decent idea of what's going on. I feel like most you, L.A. movies that are filmed
1: yeah. with a focus of, like, not being just about being L.A. generally have very good filmography of L.A.
0: Yes. Because there's so much B-roll left over from every other movie. But They're just like, you want to use this? Yeah, I can use it. Just hit the helicopter no,
1: this- pan over. You'll be fine.
0: Yeah. I'll just add some creepy music on top of it. It'll work for my movie. But we filmed this for Molly and me. It doesn't matter. It'll work. It all shakes out in the end. Yeah.
1: So I've been spending my days—not days—I work. Um, my evenings, <laughs> uh, I got—I got, a, I got a, a, a bike for the apartment, so I could like be functional and
0: mm-hmm.
1: not just like comfy on my couch all night long. So yeah. I'm trying to a th- motorcycle. Yeah. I just stand on it and hope for the best. Um, Like a, it's a, like a, not like a spin bike, but similar. Um, but basically, I've been trying to figure out what to do while I'm on it because, like, I can't just stare at something and focus. And in my apartment, like, listening to music by myself feels kind of weird. Podcast, not really, because it's like I want to, like, chill and relax. So I got Disney or no, Discovery Plus the other day (laughs) because I'm a shill for streaming channels, even though I spent years telling everyone we're going to have too many streaming channels. It's all become like cable again and nothing makes fucking sense. But here I am with discovery plus. Yep. And I've picked up the show homestead rescue as my workout show. Now, what is homestead rescue? Okay. So see, this is the great part. So it's this family, right? It's a father and a son and a daughter and they travel around the country helping people who have homesteads that are failing and help them attempt to succeed. Now, can you explain what a homestead is? So, a homestead is the idea that these people like move off the grid, right? Wherever that may be. And then become like self sufficient. Like, you know, like their own water supply, power supply, food supply, you know, those things.
0: Okay. So that's a homestead. Yeah,
1: that's like a homestead. Like, you know, like the the ending of Red Dead Redemption?
0: Mm -hmm. Homestead. I guess. I think the only problem, I, I totally get what you're saying, but as someone who's played the game, I'm just like, yeah, but Blackwater is like a 15, 20 second horse ride to the town. That's not far, but in reality, anyway. Yeah, you go out so you you're like a couple,
1: maybe you're an hour or more from civilization.
0: Yeah, I'm talking uh, civilization okay. like a town where you can go to like Walgreens. Mm-hmm. And Ooh. so, shout out to Walgreens. I know where your allegiances lie.
1: Yeah, I guess I'm a Walgreens person.
0: Hey, you've said wallpaper. I go to CBS
1: more, though, but that's a matter of geography and not anything else. Anyway, I digress.
0: Um, so, the,
1: so it's been great. So, like, I used to watch it when I was younger because it was on a Discovery channel. I thought it was so interesting because, like, I'm not going to want to live off the land independently of civilization. I think more the people who do it, more power to them because they're doing what they want to do. Well, they do. need the power. Well, because they don't have it. So, the funniest parts of this is, like, watching because these people are like, yeah, we, like, they they send the video you're like we need help like we you know like the watering holes poisoned and all of our crops are dying and this like this someone's poisoned the water hole so literally man. that's the plot of like one one family's problem was like yeah like we have terrible water and the guy was like you have like it's coliform bacteria which comes from like the like it's just it'll like it's like E coli and then there was like five times the amount of calcium in their water. And the guy's like, that's why I get kidney stones. And they were like, you, you drink the water and you wonder why you're getting kidney stones.
0: It's but so incredibly strong bones.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm just, I'm definitely rotting my brain with Homestead Rescue this week, just trying to watch it. I don't know. I think it's interesting. I mean, would you ever live off the land on a homestead? Mm.
0: Somewhat, but I feel like I'd still want like. Not... I'm using this word, but, like, the luxury of a town nearby. Yeah. I really – and more so because I'm so accident-prone. I'm not dealing with, like, god dang it, I got to drive two and a half hours to get stitches put in my hand.
1: I, like, I – because that's, like, that's my thing, too. Like, yeah, like, I want to, like – I think it would be cool to have, like, a uh, – I've been sending Erica, um, like, ranches in Texas as a joke. I was like, we should just get a ranch in Texas. Like, it would be so much fun. And I'm watching this show and I'm going, I would fucking die in like a month. Oh, yeah. Like, hey, can you empty the water tank for the cows? And I'd be like, sure thing, I'd fall in and it'd be over.
0: I think it's the food part that gets me. Got to hunt. Because then it's like... Or grow yeah, it's your the own hunting, food. The, the, I could have like a garden, that's for sure. But it's like the idea of like, oh, I gotta have livestock. That's what deters me. Because it's like, no, oh, no, 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 no. I, I want to be like off the grid. I don't want to be a... Yeah. A caretaker for the living <laughs> care for some uh, chickens exactly it's, so like that's why it's like no i want the town like if you, you say 20 minutes to the closest town i, I could work with that but that's, that's like, like that's nothing
1: 20 minutes to the nearest town is like some suburbs in massachusetts
0: no but you're no but like you're in a t- i'm I talking guess, like yeah. i'm talking 20 minutes to like another house okay you say that all right i could i could live that south once you get like it's an hour from a t- it's like, what? No, that's insane. Like, I, I, yeah, I like my privacy, but I want people to come over. I don't want them to be like, oh, we gotta drive. Up. We gotta, we gotta make a right at an oak tree within a, a forest of maples. What does that even mean?
1: Hey, uh, there's a, we stamped a horseshoe to a tree about three quarter mile down from the, the highway marker. You just look for that.
0: No, 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 not the copper DW1. I'm talking about the silver one. Follow those.
1: Oh, God. Oh, no.
0: But see, like, I think it's interesting. It's like these
1: people go out and, like, they have great, interesting stories. And a lot of people are like, hey, we, like, left the corporate life. But then they get out there and it's like we didn't know how to do, like, shit to do anything. Exactly. And, like, I'm not going to misrepresent these things. Um, I keep a couple houseplants alive and Mm -hmm. go to Trader Joe's, like, three times a week. I would not survive, like, a
0: long time unless I figured some shit out it's it's a nice idea but yeah no i could not do that i i know especially i have so little training that like if i were to be, be like i'm just gonna go do it i would yeah i would be dead in a month because i'd be like wait what what do you mean i have to kill the cow what
1: that's the other thing i have no idea how to do how to like i don't like how many stakes from a cow i have to figure that one out like immediately
0: you're like cutting you're like i think this is a fillet and like later on it's like everything i cut was just butt (laughs) it was just but how i don't know how but all i got was butt that's it
1: how am i gonna figure this one out like it's just it's insane to me yeah more power to him
0: yeah Yeah, but you're you're supposedly enjoying it enough if you're you're riding it's uh, it's a good it's so
1: interesting because i think their problems are so are so interesting some are like yeah we have to like you know, we our cabin's not insulated, so like we burn like firewood all night long, try to stay heated, and like the guys, like, oh, it's because you you have a metal roof, and that's the reason why you have no insulation, and you're
0: fucking freezing.
1: And I'm just saying, they're going, I would have been like, wow, this is crazy. You burn firewood all day long, wild.
0: Yeah, you keep it going. Wow. Oh, man, if I don't have the starter log, I'm not getting the fire going. Like, yeah, exactly. Like,
1: do you guys have the Duraflame log here? How many do you have? We need, like, three of them for, like, a like a two-hour-long, like,
0: drinks fire. Like,
1: that's that's what we're looking for right now.
0: Oh, I don't mean to throw you under the bus, Scuba, but once I get my starting log going, I can work. I don't need another one, all right? Yeah, but like, do keep... you go get wood, like, the entire okay, time? no, I... Well, yeah. Well, yeah. I grew up like, yeah, we'd like use a Starlock, but then yeah, we'd have like bundles of wood, and then like just keep it going. Oh, I got plenty of experience, and then you got some newspaper, and then you got some really small. Oh man, I know how to keep a fire going. I mean, but I can't like, keep a started. fire going. Isn't? I agree with oh. you. But, but, there... but Were you going to say something no, uh, negative? No, because it requires talent it. and skills. Uh huh. And I'm very humble. They mentioned that I'm humble.
1: You're, you're quite humble. You're the humblest person
0: I know, Shane. Mm-hmm. You take no credit I'm... for anything. Thank you. You know what? I'm so humble that I rarely brag about our podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Listeners, go check it out. Give it a like and subscribe. Listen everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> There's no reason to not listen. Exactly. And maybe you know, what? maybe one time I'll do a uh, an audio only of me starting a fire.
1: Ooh, what a treat for me and the audience.
0: <laughs> it's fake. I don't think he started that. Yeah, that's the starter log, guys. Yeah, but um, Homestead Rescue, yeah, when you sent me this, I was just like, all right. It speaks up on you as one of those shows. I think the reason I can allow this is because you're saying, like, you're on the bike while i doing it. It's yeah, not like... oh, yeah,
1: that's the one thing. It's, it's hysterical because I'm working out the entire time,
0: mm-hmm. and I'm just
1: watching these people do things. Like, you ever cut down a tree and then use, a, like, a, a bush mill? I don't know. Like, I think that's what it's called. Basically, I don't know what a bush mill it's is. It's like a so lumber mill, but you, it's powered by a chainsaw. It's wild to me. I'd st- like one.
0: I still don't even, like, grasp the idea, what you're telling See? me. Uh, it's like, so Is it like, like when
1: you, like, have to mill lumber, right? You have to take, like, a log
0: and cover it into, like, boards and posts. Mm-hmm. Like, the thing in Skyrim, in the first town you go to? Uh, I've never played Skyrim. Okay, so, okay, then... No, ign- yeah, we're gonna e- have an e- issue here. <laughs> edit out my uh, Skyrim reference. But... Don't let people know that I'm... <laughs> so, uh, like, uh, the Skyrim?
1: It's just, there's a lot of great things about it. Mm-hmm. It's Homestead Rescue. It's so homey and so down to earth because it's family's from Alaska and they go help other people. Also, oh, I was good. the wild... You first. Sorry, the wildest part of it was when I found it. I was like, oh, the show must have ended in like 2016. Uh, it is still going.
0: Uh-huh. And they
1: did an entire pandemic season.
0: Oh, wow. So like,
1: more power to these people of like, they stayed at home and show what
0: their home said life was at home. Yep, Home, home, home. 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 Hashtag home, everybody. Um I was going to ask, so it's all across the country, yes. it's not just in Alaska? No, they go
1: from, like, I don't think I've seen another one where they're in Alaska. They go to, like, mm-hmm. Louisiana, Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. like, there was one in, like, Arizona. It's, there's seven seasons.
0: There's enough content for everybody to go around. If there's an episode in Massachusetts, I'll watch that one. Just so then I could be like, wait, we're from the same state and you live in this weird house by yourself? That's what I'd want to see. And
1: this is what you do all day long?
0: Yeah. Why? You know what? Also, Speaking of Alaska, I think I wanna, definitely want to go there one time. I've been to Alaska. Yeah, yeah. You've been? No, I haven't. I said I'd go. I have a oh, friend who's gone. Yeah. He loved it. Yeah. It's supposed to be beautiful. But yeah, I'd go. But I'd only go for the one hot week that they have and then never <laughs> See, would you want
1: enter- to cruise to Alaska is the real question. Because that was like the classic thing to do pre-pandemic was like,
0: we're going to take a cruise to Alaska and experience Alaska but not be cold. Before the pandemic... I never really cared for cruises but ever since after even more so cuz just knowing that it's like it's all just this filtered air and and you're now in a in a box with all these people like strangers. how many ships Yeah, how many ships though was it that it was like they docked and it's like well four people had it when they got on and now the entire boat yeah a had, lot of people a lot of people Yeah, so I uh not the biggest on cru- cruises. See, I'd is, rather just... Oh, oh no, sorry. I just keep ju- jumping in. Go ahead. No, no. Well, All I was going to say is, like, I'd rather just go to my destination, take that time, and be there than make the trip... the than make the trip the destination. Does that make sense? Yes.
1: I agree with you. I think I liked cruises before this. I've only mm-hmm. been on two of them. There were, was a lot of fun. But at the same time, like, I agree with you. Now, getting older... I feel like I'm, I'd be happier spending the time in the place and enjoying it that way versus like, gotta get back on the boat.
0: Yep. And also this isn't enough to knock cruises because essentially I was going to say it's pretty much like a casino. Some of them probably do have gambling as well, but it's like you're just like on a casino yep. that's moving. Um, though even though this makes like no sense, I would totally do like a train cruise yep. type thing. Like I would do that. Though it would, logistically, I don't know how you'd make that work because it'd be like <laughs> it'd be just be a nightmare. It's like, hey, do you want to go to the casino car? Yeah, that's a that's a mile we have to walk because there's no elevators here. So you just want the uh,
1: you want the like the Snowpiercer train? Then is what you're saying.
0: In a way, except the whole like social dystopia where like you know poor people are not like you know, I don't want that. Of course, of course, no one does. I want um, uh, Darjeeling Limited. Oh, okay, so, see that's yeah
1: like, I would do something like like one of those like classic trains but i think it's like mm-hmm. i feel like now they're they're more nostalgic for things than they are that great like i think now they're just a mode of transportation
0: for sure though i I think i read somewhere it's like a three day maybe i think it's like three to two days if you were to take a train from here to like seattle it's like that seems like it would be fun i think that's longer than three days i'm pretty sure Yeah, I was being I was being curious. Maybe it's a speed. I mean, we got those Japan's got the speed race and we ever brought them to the the US like and uh, the hyper uh, is it the hyper loop or whatever hyper loop. Yeah, that's supposedly they want they're like we could do San Francisco to LA in like an hour or less. That would be super cool. He keeps working. That's something that, like, when he talks about it, he's like, I want to do this. So I don't want to go to Mars. Like, how do you just get the super fast travel thing down? Like,
1: imagine if we had high-speed rail in the United States. I see there's always people on Twitter, like, replying to politicians with, like, the high-speed rail thing. Mm-hmm. I support it 100%. Yeah. I would let like you travel by train anywhere. Yeah. Especially if it's a cool cruise train. Exactly. Yeah. Like, have you ever, like, like I don't know. The trains in New York, like, takes, like, what, three hours, four hours? it's not bad no it's not bad
0: bad i would say my only real experience was going from boston to uh, pennsylvania but that was also for like my seventh or eighth birthday so not that that was my like present i went to pennsylvania for my birthday Uh, my parents were like happy birthday we're sending you a train ride for get to pennsylvania yeah for eight hours to turn around um but I think I was, I was just too young. I think, like, every 20 minutes, I was like, are we there? Like, okay, we're not there yet? Oh, okay. So
1: that happened to us. We were visiting some friends who had moved to D.C. for their parents' work. And uh, we were we got snowed out. Like, the flights were all canceled because of a snowstorm. And, like, our parents were like, oh, we booked uh, the Amtrak back. And I was like, oh, sick. This is going to take no time. It takes, like, 30 minutes to fly to D.C. I had no idea how long it was going to take. So I got, like, a, that was, like, probably – 10 or 12 at the time i got a, my parents yeah. got like a frappuccino and like a issue of popular science this is the kind of child i was welcome to my life and <laughs> i swear to god the like, frappuccino was done before we even like the train pulled away from the station and the magazine was done 10 minutes after that and i was like all right what the fuck do i do now dad mm-hmm. eight hours eight yeah, hours oof. on the train just getting back to boston or like to what one, the 128 station Yep. Terrible. Like, it's just, it was one of those pain-in-the-ass things. In college, I was always like, hey, can you just take the train home? And I'd be like, really? You, re- okay, that's fine.
0: Though, it'd be far different had you didn't done it then. You'd have your laptop, your phone. Oh, now, like, I mean, in, when leaving college, I was like, yeah, so I'll take the
1: Amtrak for an, like a 45-minute thing to, yeah. to one train. That's fine, but I, like I, the train to DC, that's fine because you can, like, try to get one of those table cars and, like, sit and pretend you're doing work the entire time. But, like, other than that, yep. I don't
0: know. I don't know how people do it. Yeah, I don't know how the people Snowpiercer survive. That's
1: imagine you know how terrifying that is. That situation's god awful. Living on a train, uh, living slash. on a train in like a, a severe caste system that essentially
0: puts you to death from birth because you're stuck on a train. A little bit, pretty terrible. Yeah, no, you know, you, and it. Hey, call me a, a crazy man, but I bet if you removed the train, it would also still be pretty crappy. <laughs> Don't laugh at my ideas, Scuba. If you
1: remove the train and you froze in the tundra,
0: oh man, I forgot about the frozen tundra part.
1: Hey. yeah. So we have had the fourth episode of one of our new favorite shows come out last week.
0: Yes, Uh, the fourth episode of Wandavision. Yes, we interrupt this program is the title of the episode. Which, looking over the titles, they all make a lot of sense in regards to the episode. They do. Being. Filmed before a live studio audience. It was filmed in front of a live studio audience. Um, Don't touch that dial. Which now looking back, I'm trying to think, how does that necessarily tie in? I think that's more so like the idea that things are changing. So it's like, hey, don't change. Like, it's still the same show, even though things are different. Third episode, now in color. They're now in color. But now we interrupt this program where the entire episode is pretty much about not the show WandaVision, but the world outside of the show. I thought it was catches so up awesome. to what's going on. This was a really great episode the op- um uh, eh, 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 spoilers for everybody. We're going in the spoilers for episode 4. Loved the opening of opening post the second snap or the blip as they call it in the universe where uh, Monica is coming back to life after being snapped away. It took me a good like 30 seconds to put the- understand it, which I thought I thought was great for it because yep. it put you in the same sense of her like wait, what's going on? I loved that opening of seeing the world come back to life. It
1: was so interesting, especially in a hospital too, mm-hmm. like a place of life and death. and yep. To have that happen. So I'm going to like, just this one thing I've, I've thought of, and I think we might have discussed this before, but like the blip, right? Everyone comes back. Yep. Where are they when they come back? Because the thing is, so I've read online, like it was like the Hulk snap brought everyone back safely. And to, yep. the, to someone who interpreted it that I read
0: was like, That means if you're on a plane, you're probably on the ground. I took that more so, especially now seeing the episode uh, of this, I took it more like you're safe. So it doesn't mean if you were on a plane, I would say either you were put on the ground or you're back in that plane. But wherever the plane is, like, that's how I kind of just took how you ever came back. But yeah, like you were safe. That was the whole because there definitely would be people who are. I was on the 30th floor of my building, but in the five years, the building was torn down. Oh, I'm falling now. But imagine being on a plane, and then, like, your seat just, like, you get doubled up because someone just popped in, you're sitting on their lap, and you're going, yeah. hey, you've been gone mm-hmm.
1: for five years, bro.
0: Yeah. I think that was also great uh, seeing, because only very briefly did we, in, in game, and I think maybe in far from home, like, hear what people thought it was like. Like, Peter says, like, oh, like, I got, I, like, fainted, and the next thing I know, I wake up. So here, Monica be like, no, I just like no, I fell asleep. She was like, no, like, what's going on? Yep, like very interesting. Um, but then we move past that. We see we finally get to the see sword, which is essentially the new shield, very much um, now something founded by Monica's mother, who we met in Captain Marvel. Yep. Uh, but sword in the comics is the sentient world organization, but in this, it's weapon. Okay, which, uh, we can talk more a little bit in a couple. Minutes about that, how that might tie into the rest of the show, but that's like the one difference which makes people think this is going to be far more like Shield, because instead of looking out to the cosmos, it's now going to be looking more inward. Okay, I like that. But yep, but I enjoyed getting to uh, see Sword, see how that worked out. I I also liked how uh, Monica's essentially put on like ground duty, and she goes, "Whose rule is that?" It's like it was your mother's, and it's also like a weird, um, like handicap, but it makes sense. It's a smart idea from her mom's perspective like if anyone ever comes back like don't just let them go back to work like they gotta work their way back up because we learned this is only taking place three weeks after endgame which is also like really interesting I guess because it sets the
1: timeline for a couple other theories that have been going on yep and I think it's interesting because like it's kind of one of those things like a parent beyond the grave being like you're not doing that though but Mm -hmm. it also then sets up our wonderful episode
0: and I can't complain on that yep um, moving forward we get to meet Jimmy Woo again uh, great he learned the magic trick from Ant-Man so that was a nice uh, character development we get from him um, and as well uh, Dr. Dar- Darcy Lewis from the Thor movies Yep. who I like her in Thor 1 Thor 2 she's I would just say is whatever I didn't like her boyfriend sidekick that she had that to me was just like extra not needed for the movie Thor 2 is but a I very
1: think- forgettable movie too so don't worry yeah. about that
0: no absolutely but she's great in this like she she still seems like the same character but you can tell she's matured yep. she's no longer this college student she's a she's a doctor and i loved her opening scene of like asking people like what do you do and when the guy finally is like you're not allowed to and she comes back to him she's like oh i work in McK-. he's like, i don't care no one cares now <laughs> now nah, you you blew your shot um the two of them uh darcy and jimmy woo together they're a great pair
1: I think it's awesome. I'm a big fan of Jimmy yep. Woo. I like. I think he should be all of our friends. We all need a friend yes. like Jimmy
0: Woo. I love. I've been seeing on like Twitter, Reddit. Everyone's like, they should make like an X Files Disney show, Marvel. That's just Darcy and Jimmy Woo. And it's like, yeah, no, I'd watch that too. Like that would be a perfect little show where they just travel around and solve weird. Like, what's going on over here? I don't know. And then it just ties into a movie some way. Yep, that would just. Though once again, it's funny. Everyone like keeps pitching me. It's like, but that was Agents of Shield. That's what the show was. So people just want more Agents of Shield, I guess. Well, like,
1: I never got into Agents of Shield. I'm I'll be honest about that. I like I maybe watched mm-hmm. the first season and then it just it never landed for me. I think it was too disconnected from what the movies were at the time, mm-hmm.
0: and it never synced up for me. Well, see, it's funny because the first season is easily the the worst season. Yep. Because up until the Captain uh, America Winter Soldier twist that comes in that S.H.I.E.L.D. is Hydra, the show is like nothing. Like, they do a tie-in to Thor the Dark World, but once again, that the tie-in is even as bad as the movie. They're like there to do clean-up after the movie's finished, and then they don't deal with anything actually like Thor-related. Yep. It's just... But, um, but it, the show... Anyway, the show got much better. But, um, yeah, I just love that everyone's like, we want to see a Jimmy Woo and Darcy show. But it was great this episode essentially getting answers, not everything, but we now understand, okay, sword isn't doing this. They're just trying to figure out what's going on. They're not the bad guys. We're now also know that Wanda has a very clear idea that this isn't real, or at least is like, no, I control everything. And she's kind of dictating, but we still, once again, don't know, like, did she start this? Was it kind of, she kind of just put into it. And now she's just so happy that it's tough to get rid of it. Um, But this was a great episode to essentially, like, fill in a few of the gaps. There's plenty more that we still don't understand. Um, I think, like, the one thing I don't like about this episode is now it's pretty going to be obvious. We won't be getting, like, a full episode that's just a sitcom. We'll now be doubling back between the real world and the sitcom world. Which I think is pretty – I think it's going to be interesting. I I kind of like
1: that a little bit more because Mm -hmm. the first few episodes, yes, they're great when you're inside. But it's also a little
0: bit slower. For sure, though I forget where I think I saw an article in Rolling Stone, but it was someone just going. P- the reason why some people aren't enjoying the show is because they forgot how TV works, which is like the show comes every week. Makes sense. And like, and like, you have to do a slow burn because you can't just be like, oh, you have all twelve episodes at once. It so doesn't. We can pace whatever we want. It's now like we only got nine. But um, but this was a great uh, seeing this. blah, uh, Blah 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 blah. But yeah, going forward, I doubt we'll have like. The next episode would just be the 80s. It It'll be, like, 80s for a little bit. Then we'll see the outside world. We'll see, like, Jimmy and Darcy doing something. Exactly. Yada, yada. But I'm excited for that as well because now it's, like, okay, cool. We're, we're into act two. Ooh, okay, the story's starting to finally, like, get some legs. We're no longer just in this, oh, uh, spoiler. I know we're already talking spoilers, but the scene where we see uh, Vision uh, dead. That was, oh,
1: I don't. It was very. It was very trippy, and then also at the same time it gives credence if we get some theory that, like, there's supposedly a cut scene from Endgame where Wanda steals Vision's body from a yep. sword facility. Yeah. And so it kind of gives creators the idea that maybe she like stole the body, went to Westview, created this little bubble for themselves, and she
0: reanimated Vision. Yep. Go I... side. <sighs> but really, I think the secondary thing that I didn't like about the episode, it felt like it was very quick. Yep. It felt like it just was moving. But I think the reason why was because also pretty much all the information, I'd say maybe like 80% of the information we received in this episode, we had already seen. It was just getting to see the outside world's perspective of it. Um, So I think that's why it moved so fast because it's like, no, I already know this. Like, yeah, we already saw this episode. (laughs) We already saw this episode of WandaVision. But I think
1: it's interesting to see it from other characters' eyes and interpret it their way. Absolutely, because like the whole scene yep. with the helicopter happens again, and then the whole scene with, or well, you got the intro scene for the helicopter, the drone going, yep. and she finds on the bush. But I think at the ending it was great. They drop down the guy
0: in like a full like, like Has yeah. that suit, and he pops and he becomes up with the, the beekeeper. beekeeper. Which that definitely, if anything, makes those episodes even stronger because I think you know, originally when I saw the helicopter, I was thinking like, okay, maybe they they crash landed in the city in the shield helicopter, or the sword helicopter, yeah. but nope, that was a drone sent in to see what it is, the beekeeper was definitely like, no, trying to think like is it the villain Swarm, who's made of bees, but it's like, no, that. so that was nice to be like, no, that's just like, him being forced into the aesthetic, and based off the hazmat helmet, it looks like a beekeeper suit, it's like, oh, that's that was exciting, yep yep um, just honestly a really good episode, this was a great Incredible. way to yep Oh, and then I saw one thing that I really enjoyed. It was a theory. Um, now we'll kind of get the, I think some theories and predictions. But one theory was when uh, Monica is thrown out of the world, she goes through the living room wall, the kids room wall, the fence, and then she breaks through the fourth wall. Into the real world, hey. and, yeah. Like so, people were saying like that's why it's like a show in a show. It, like it, it's gonna break the fourth wall. Yep. Like it knows itself. So it's like I was like, oh, I like that. That's a little like nice little touch of it's real. Who knows? Probably not. Um, but do you want to get into theories and predictions? Do you want to do a review first of the episode, then go into that? Or we get into like some, some theories and predictions. All right. Do uh, we like to go first? Or do you want me to uh, throw some stuff out there? Throw some stuff out there because I've, I've I've brought up a few of mine already. All right. So. I actually don't want this one to be true, but um, it looks like it pretty much is. The director of Sword that we meet, um, Tyler Hayward or Hayward, he seems like a nice guy, but a lot of people are speculating that uh, he's not a nice guy. That he's probably actually the secret, like kind of baddie pulling some strings on the real side of yep. the world. Uh, reasons one is that Sword isn't focusing on the world being the cosmos, but instead of weapons. Um, some people are speculating that Tyler Hayward is the guy that caused. Wanda to go into the city and start this broadcast. Okay. Uh, reasons being, once he learns that the show's there, he his attitude goes far from like, oh, I gotta figure out what's going on, to a little bit more aggressive. And it begins even, like, interrogating Darcy, like, is this broadcast live? What is this? How are you doing this? Who are you? What do you know? Doing that. Um, Jimmy Woo asks him, like, well, how can you even, like, you know, believe that you can go underground the underground the force field he just deflects it he goes no like why should we you know assume that we can't maybe because he already knows you can go underneath and because it's his bubble that he's created. Yep. because some people are speculating that and we're seeing a lot of hydra commercials callbacks to hydra True. um think that he's still hydra and he went back and he like essentially kidnapped wanda and was like i want to use you and now she's had a mental break and that's what's caused a lot of this interesting but i don't want him to be the bad guy I-, I i would like i would very much like him to just be a good guy. I would very. I would enjoy this show if all the people in the real world are good people. I would like if only some one of the cast members in the Wand Division show is a bad person or someone we just haven't seen yet. I think just because I feel like most shows do that, where it's like who someone close to us has hurt us. It's like no, like why can't we just make it like no? He's just I'm doing my job. My job. I work for. Sword. It's a very buried. There's a very buried villain here. I feel like. Mm-hmm. Yep. So yeah, yeah. It's, it's exciting. A lot of pre- things we can go from here. Um, there's a great uh, channel on YouTube I recommend everyone check out called Implicity, in, bleh, implicit, Implicitly Pretentious. That's it. He does a great uh, breakdown of this episode where he talks about ideas and how it's going to move forward. Like now, essentially the next big crux will be when sword and wanda actually have to talk to each other Yep. because Wanda's essentially assuming that sword's out to get her and after her while sword's now believing okay wanda's the one causing all this so there's gonna be a moment where they have to come together and and discuss and be like no wait you're not the bad person i'm not the bad guy who's the bad guy and then we'll finally get to be like oh it's maybe mephisto which everyone keeps saying but that's that i feel like that's been like buried all along the way it was like there was a lot
1: that this was going to be based on uh, the House mm-hmm. of M series, which we've talked about. Yep. There was the wine bottle in episode one that had a big M on it. Yeah. I think there's it could be interesting. But mm-hmm. I just want more. I want it to be Friday.
0: I know. But that's I think that's the best part of the show is like, ooh, I'm ex I keep getting excited for the next episode.
1: You want more. I think I think it's you were said it earlier, it's right about getting back to to real TV mm-hmm. where it's not I get,
0: you know, 16 episodes on a Friday afternoon and crush six of them by Sunday. And I I know what's going on. Yeah. And I think some of the, maybe sometimes the bad part of having a show all at once is, like, you can stop. You can stop yourself whenever. And I've definitely had times where I split the show in half. But other other reasons is, like, because you have it all at once, you might not be so intrigued to go. I actually haven't watched season three of Jessica Jones yet. Really? Even, even though I still love the first two, and I probably now that I've said that, I've put my, I'll probably have to watch it. But I haven't watched it simply because, like, when it first aired, that was at the end of the Marvel Netflix, and I loved all those shows. So I'm like, I can't watch it yet because, like, I'm not ready to say goodbye to these characters. But I mean, I'm still now, so now emotional. it off. I know. I'm, I'm a very emotional young man. Um, but with this WandaVision, it's like, no, it's a new episode every week. I gotta, it'll only take me 30 to maybe 40 minutes so I can just bust it out and I then can't just then bin for the next couple hours but it's also to the point where it's like I don't want to look on any social media site for the next 24 hours because if I do, it'll be like here's the person in yeah, which we haven't discussed it but two of the episodes in the future have been leaked and there have been screenshots been released, have you seen any of them? I didn't even
1: know that happened
0: Yes. So two episodes got leaked online, and Disney's been doing a really good job of taking them down, getting them blocked. I saw one screenshot, which I was a little hurt to see. I'm not going to even say it on the podcast, because I don't want to spoil anything for listening, even though we are talking spoilers, but for episodes posted. But now people are speculating that Disney might release those two episodes now, oh, just to try and get ahead of it, because they might be like, well, we can't. The longer they're out there, the more people will see, and then be spoiled. Because the thing I got spoiled about, if I'm pretty sure is under accurate. It's like whoo, that's a a big film move, TV move, world-changing thing like Interesting. Okay. So yeah. So I'm um, part in also Disney posted they're like, "Oh, a uh, Friday like the mid-season like episode." So people are like, "Do you think they'll release like both because like technically the mid-season would have been like last week, yada yada." So they're like, yeah. Yep. So but I give this episode um I'm going you know, to give this episode a 5.5 out of... No, 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 no. no sorry, sorry. Uh, no, no, 5.5 out of a 7 uh, Jimmy Woo card flip showing tricks. I'm going to give it... Ooh, I'll give it a
1: 8 out of 9. Oh, I just had it. Um, 8 out of 9 definitions of what CMBR
0: is. Yep. You know, I'm going to give it four out of five. Darcy asking for that coffee still. Yep. I'm going to give it, I'll give it nine out of a 12. It's a wide range on that one. Um, yeah. TVs that aren't flat. Yep. Oh, that, I did a like, I need a TV that's not flat. Now, Also, it's fun just to see all those old TVs. It, it's kind of yeah. fun. I'm,
1: it brings me back to like, to the old days. Those TVs are kind of, like, mm-hmm. I remember having a TV with two dials.
0: Oh, yeah. That was my kitchen uh, TV in growing up. It was a t- tiny, probably seven-inch TV with bunny ears and two dials, one volume and one channel. And only two of the channels still work. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. It was a great episode. Very excited for the next episode of one. I am. I
1: really am. And I hope there's more.
0: Yep. Oh, uh People keep saying, too, that Vision keeps looking in the camera. Yep, I think he so that's it. him, like... Yeah, he's starting to get it in a lot. Also, most of the times, he's, like, looked in the camera. There's been, like, a rewind. Or, like, that's the end of the episode. As if it's, like... Uh, like, okay, we don't want him to keep catching on. And the episode so, like, he can forget about it. Yep. Which, oh, we also didn't even discuss... Um, the weird things that happened in the show. Like, uh, in the first episode, Doc Mr. Hart uh, choking... Wanda cutting her hand and Jimmy Woo trying to talk. Uh, Monica being thrown out. Those were all forgotten. Like, they didn't show on the TV. They didn't get to see it's that. It's being censored is what they're calling it, which I yes. think is hysterical. Yes, but though I also, people were like, is that Wanda censoring it? Or is that the other person, like maybe Mephisto, whoever's in charge, running everything, censoring it? Like, they don't want the outside to know, like, you guys are getting through. Like, we can't show that. I think, so that uh, was. I think it's Wanda censoring it
1: because when you look back I... when in the first episode when the beekeeper who we know mm-hmm. now when he pops yep. up yep he rotate she just like turns the to- like the dials back and he goes away yep
0: yes but i don't i don't think she's the one censoring the actual i know she's changing things in the show for sure but i don't think she's the one censoring the broadcast simply because i feel like most of the things have been like she's been in that moment she's been so focused on what the strange thing happening that i don't think she has the the foresight to also be like change the because i actually don't know if she knows it's being broadcasted out she might think like i'm living in this world sitcom world but i don't think she knows like oh but people are watching true entirely possible so like that might just be like a, a subconscious thing like if we learn later like she is being forced into this Maybe it's subconscious like her being like, no, I need to like people need to know what's happening. So that's why she's broadcasting out. But yeah, so many questions on the show. But it was nice to get a few of them answered and get an idea. I'm
1: excited. I'm excited for more.
0: Yep. I just want I would just like a little bit more in the episodes. There is so much that is credits at the end I, I six minutes, watched. eight minutes like Yeah, because I watched it the other day, I'm like, maybe there's this is such a quick episode, maybe there's more. And I was like, No, there's not.
1: I always wish there is, yeah. but there never is. Yep. Yeah. But anyway, so looking forward to, the, to something else this
0: week. It's the Super Bowl. hmm Are you excited? Yeah, well, yeah of course. Uh, I'll be working, but I'm excited.
1: It's going to be a good game, I think. We talked about yeah. it a little bit last week. Um, but this week we have our, our annual reading of some of the prop bets, which I think yes. are always hysterical. Who do you have for this game? Who are you,
0: who are you taking? What do you think? I'm still not a hundred percent on it, but like, I want Brady to win, but I'm leaning the chiefs. Like as much, I like, it's, it's simply because Mahomes and in that offense. They're really good. And yes, Brady is really good as well, but it's tough to stop the chiefs. So I'm thinking if anything, this might come down to like a field goal by the chiefs win it, or maybe a touchdown. I don't think it's going to be a blowout because I'd, even if the Chiefs get a giant lead, I don't think Brady has it in him to be like, I'll allow them to be up by fourteen by the end of this. Like, no, yeah. he's gonna cle- uh, close that gap. So, I think I'm leaning Chiefs. I, I really don't want them. I would prefer the Bucks, Bucks and Brady, just because it would just be like, oh wow, he he did it his one year after leaving the Pats. He wins the Super Bowl, and he's also now saying like, I'll play till forty five. Like, I think I feel good enough. Yeah,
1: I hear you. Like, I agree with you. I'm, I'm listening to
0: you. Um,
1: but I think I think Brady might still have it, and I think the Super Bowl is a different mindset. At the same yep. time, I agree with you. The Pats and – or well, shit. Tom Brady and yeah. the Chiefs have been there re- relatively recently. Yep. So I think it's going to be – can Tom Brady get the Bucs ready for that atmosphere and that environment? The good thing, I feel like, is because it's a pandemic – yep and there's no festivities really happening yep it's going to be easier to adjust because now it's almost more like an away game with like a longer week like i haven't heard anything about like a press like you know when it's super bowl week it, you know they have like the press bullpens all set up and the players go and they talk to every radio station from here to you know spokane washington in like three days yeah but I, like maybe it's i'm not dry i haven't heard any of that like I think it's, it's going to be a different mindset for a
0: Super Bowl compared to what we're used to. For sure. Though, I wonder how much we'll even, like, while watching, be able to tell. Because for the most part, I feel like the NFL's been doing a good job of broadcasting the games as if nothing is different except for, like, when they do the wide shots and the guys, yep. instead of running to the, aud- the, the crowd, to be like, hey, look at this. They're running to a, a webcam to show off. Um, it's I think the the one benefit that the Bucks have because they probably in comparison, especially to the Chiefs who won last year, they're a roster that hasn't had many Super Bowl uh, visits. You got Tom Brady and you got Gronk, who even has been to a bunch. So like, you got these two guys who are like, we've been here. Like, just follow our lead, guys. Just do your job. Yeah,
1: I think that's what it is. I think it's I think it's a quintessential Bill Belichick, do your job moment, mm-hmm. and. I guess going into it, you know, the Bucks have a, like a very strong team, but I also don't think the yep. Chiefs are going in weak either. No. So either like what you know, obviously what it's great for Super Bowl Sunday is like an offensive blowout on both ends of the like on both
0: sides of the of the field. Hey, we thought that for the Rams, Pats that year. It's true, and that was like the most grindingly thing I've ever watched. Which we can talk Rams a little bit after all this, but yeah, it's. It's going to be a very interesting game. It's, I'm not going to be shocked if like, at the end of this game you, they release like figures that's like, this is the most watched Super Bowl we've had in five years or whatnot. It's, it's, it's a because, spectacle
1: and it's something to do right now.
0: For sure. Um,
1: yeah. So we have some prop bets. We'll just run down a couple of them real quick. Um, will Miley Cyrus's side boob be seen? Uh, that's a plus 150 for yes and a minus 200 for no
0: is she um in the halftime or is she no she, is she I
1: believe she's doing a pregame or a tailgate show.
0: Oh okay okay so then I was I was saying if she's doing the national anthem no I don't think she would show any. I think she I think she's a good girl who would not do that. No. Um ooh, uh, maybe probably.
1: That's where I'm at. I don't really know. I'm not going to speculate, but there is another one that I think is easier to speculate on cuz it's it's less like gendered but primary color yep. of Miley Cyrus's hair uh purple leading with plus 500 red plus 300 brown plus 125 blonde white as of 1 tw- negative 125 pardon me
0: I'm going to say this will be it will be blonde and, uh, or white I don't think she's going to crazy dye her hair
1: I agree with you I don't think there's a reason to no. um we have let's see who will sing the national anthem now this is not a specific person this is female male or a group his, don't we already know who's singing the National Anthem? I don't. Like these, I gotta check. So these odds, folks, for those listening at home, we're not gonna be like one of those podcasts that like talk about it. This was published today at 930 this morning. So maybe they don't know who's singing the National Anthem?
0: No, I thought we already knew who was. I thought it was this uh, Luke Combs. I thought Luke Combs singing it. And doesn't he have, a isn't there like a girl accompanying him? A, a woman, sorry. Accompanying, accomp, 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 joining yeah, him? Yeah,
1: it's Eric Church and Jasmine Sullivan.
0: Yeah, so I feel like this is that's a weak bet. That's that's a that's a bet that they yeah. put out for like idiots who are like, well, "Hey, who's?" They will go, "Oh, it's, it's a male. because uh, group is question, plus 400. A, a where did he get this this author? I don't know where he got his odds. Terrible. He he made them up. Maybe, um, maybe. But I'm going to say it'll be a a group. Yeah, I'm going to say yeah, group, but I I see the next bet uh, is going to be over or under uh 2 minutes. And I think it'll be a I don't think it'll be.
1: Under. It's a duet. I'm taking
0: the over. Nah, because I think that, I think with the two of them, they'll work like a little. They're like, no, let's keep it moving. We neither of us are going to do a solo. We'll do this together. For I am Luke Combe.
1: So, scrolling down a little bit, kind of working through some of these. Uh, there's a poem or recitation, recitation. I can't speak. Amanda Gorman, who spoke, I read a poem at the inauguration. She's a po- uh, poet a poet laureate is that what it's called?
0: Yeah. A laureate poet. Well, actually, I don't it would be a poet laureate, poetry but laureate? I actually don't know poetry laureate, right? <laughs> no, not that one. It's that a poet laureate. Though so I actually don't know if the laureate is a specific like title earned in a sense like doctor. So she could just I thought she was just a writer and did poetry. Uh, I did not know if she, allow me
1: to yeah. jump in with the Google. <laughs> oh, of course. She is gorman amanda gorman was the first person to be named national youth poet laureate um so does a a title or an award she has won
0: okay oh a poet laureate an eminent poet poet traditionally appointed for life as a member of the british royal household Mm, okay that doesn't make it any interesting okay respect yes um so Put the bed. there's an
1: over under on how long the poem will take over four and a half or, on, or over four minutes and 45 seconds or under four minutes and 45 seconds
0: under that. Yeah, that's a long poem. Yeah. And also, I, I don't think the NFL is like, we'll let you do a five a four to five minute plus long poem. They're probably like, can you do a limerick? You got any limericks that involve football in the title? He just do the huh of the haiku. Can you not even do the whole haiku? No, I said he. He just do the huh of the haiku. Exactly. Not even so I think the whole haiku. We, we don't. have a like, game. we gotta get started.
1: I'm looking at some of these prop bets. I'm not like I, the 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 really finicky ones. To me, it's like what through the first touchdown, zero yard touchdown, five thousand dollars or f- plus five thousand. How do you get a zero yard touchdown?
0: I think that would be if, like, it's first or, like, third and, like, inches on the goal line. And then, like, QB, more likely Brady, because Brady does it a lot, where it's just, like, you sneak under the center after the ball snapped. Because that's, like, a majority of, like, Brady's rushing yards are, like, from doing that quick little, like, uh, dive in between the centers. Um, So I bet that's what they're kind of, like, accounting for. They're like, will Brady have one of those? A zero yard. T- I don't know if it actually gets counted as zero, but I think who knows? Because I'm oh, also looking at some of what these properties. Like, okay, these are weird, like it's
1: basically or what it can be, <laughs> is if a punter is backed into the end zone and the punter the punt is blocked in the end zone and recovered or recovered by the mm-hmm. opposite team and scored, that's a zero yard touchdown. Ah, uh... how interesting. Uh Hey, you never know. Zero yards. I zero was yards thinking anyway.
0: I was smart coming up with answers. You're not wrong. Eh, no, we we now have the answer. So, well. So, yeah. I saw a thing today. Uh, there's a, the last 10. This is a very brave stat. In, he is not led in the first quarter. Yeah. Which I just liked. And even in the article they mentioned, they're like, Brady's been in enough Super Bowls that, like, we can put stats together for that. Like, it's now – it's not like some guys where it's like, here's everything we know on Aaron Rodgers and the Super Bowl. It's like, he threw 23 times. It's like, no, Brady's Data not for days on Tom Brady ins- in the Super Bowl. Brady has insane That's numbers a solid for Super exam. Bowls.
1: Ten, like, 10 full games. Yeah. I don't know. I Yeah, so uh, do you think he'll lead think in think the first changes. quarter? That, then again, I feel like the Pats always game-planned very heavily like the first two two or three drives. I don't know what yes. the Bucks will do. i mm-hmm.
0: I'm excited. It's going to be a very your good game. Super Bowl food? Uh, I'll probably make guacamole. Um, yeah. Have or make, whichever you prefer. Um, that I make or that like I have.
1: They're delicious. Well, I usually
0: either make guacamole or some loaded pretzel buns. Uh, thank oh, thank you very much uh, so those are usually what I make best I ever have um, I don't think I can give a best but I'm going to throw out some uh, top tier ones that I like um, a buffalo chicken dip where it's like the chicken is yeah. already like really like it's essentially like it's like mush but who, that's like what you want uh, Swedish meatball really classic do a lot during my Super Bowl uh, pigs in a blanket oh I mean like I'm saying you're giving uh, really classic ones yeah, uh, oh you want a really classic one um Oh, okay. And then, well, the last one I was going to say is, like, these pork wonton things that my Both aunt makes for, like, holidays. Every once in a while, someone will make those for a soup bowl. Man. They are... You have no... <laughs> way, like, they're gone. Once you get to any party like, out? are there wontons here? Okay. Yeah. They, they go so quickly. And they're, like, spicy. Oh, my God. They're so good. Oh, man. I, I probably... I could They would that's take too good. much time for that's me to good. make at work. So, that's why I make the guacamole.
1: Um, It depends. Yeah. I'm definitely... You, a meatball guy. If there's uh, either made, made on, or... I'll have some. Have. But I think, like, the big ones are, like, people who do, like, large format sandwiches. Like, if there's a large meatball, sub, so i like, just have, like, a slice. Ideal. Because, like, I'm just going to have a little bit of that. That, and I'm mm-hmm. also a sucker for, like, Costco appetizers. Like, yep. puff pastry things, I'm down. I'm good. Have a couple of these. and have some chips and salsa. I'm fine. Yep. See me in the third quarter.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I... Do not talk to I me. I think this the is the first court. time I'm gonna be watching Super
1: Bowl maybe since like one or two, in maybe there's maybe one in college where like there's not gonna be more than like ten people around, or at least five.
0: It's it's a little bit weird. Yeah, I, mean, I remember I watched uh, is it yeah Super Bowl Fifty with the uh, the Broncos uh, Panthers with like two other people at a bar. That was yeah. probably the most obscure one that I've ever had. The rest have always been a Kibble family members or friends, but and now and work a lot. I have a lot now at work, so yeah. I, I just you. hope no one comes in because if I have to deal with customers, I'll be very upset. I'm going. Um, uh, do you want to uh, now that we're less than a week away? Do you want to take predictions? I'm going to like twenty-four twenty-one.
1: I'm going to agree with you on that last-second field goal, but I think it's the Bucks kicking it.
0: Okay. Uh, I'm going to go as much as I want the Bucks to win. I don't, I don't think they got it. So I'm going to go, I'm going to go 17 Bucks, Chiefs, 21. Interesting. That's what I, that's what I'm thinking. That's what I, I think. Um, I want to be wrong. I would very much like to be wrong with that. And I, I do hope it's, the Bucks it's win. like, I
1: agree. It's tough. I think the it's Chiefs like probably tough to like, win it. You know, the Bucs are like going in as an, like an underdog. And Tom Brady's always, on, um, um, almost never, as I said last week, an underdog in Super Bowls. But this is one of those ones where it's going to be very finicky and very yep. difficult. I think it's going to be a lot of thinking outside the box. But what I don't really want to see from them is like going to those. Like you know the pads would bust down like the second quarter like a flea flicker it's just to get the offense going and you're like I, this isn't great. Like I don't know if this is good like yep it's a good idea, but at the same time, why are yep. you doing this right now?
0: Though Buccaneers don't play that way. That was McDaniels and Brady working together for years and like also having trust with like um, Bill to be like, Let's do this. Like this okay. should like this will get us like moving, this will like get the chains moving, this is like what we need. I don't think the Bucks. I don't think play the, the same way. I think if they're struggling early on, I think Brady is still so much like no, just like and and Arians. That's that's the kind of the funny thing is not how many people are just ignoring like Bruce Arians I heard in all of this. It's all it. just like Brady, the Bucks, Brady, Bucks, and and yeah, Andy Reid still gets mentioned for sure a lot. I feel during like discussions with the Chiefs, but like no one's like, man, Bruce Arians did everything for this team. It's like, nah, everyone's just saying, uh, you brought Brady down and yep. that made it. And then you had Gronk and then Antonio Brown, two guys he wanted to play with. Um, I'm excited. Yeah, so it's going to be so uh, be a good game. It'll be a good game. Yep. That's the important one. And, and if no, no one comes to my part. restaurant, I can turn the volume on the TVs up. But yeah. Do you want to help people where yeah. they can find us? Yeah. boatload. Well, they can find us, and I say this now every episode, they can find us in a boatload of places. Uh, they can find us on Instagram at The Shane and Scuba Steve Show. They can find us online at www. The and Scuba Steve com, which hey, that lockdown review going up at the same time as this episode tomorrow or today when you're you listening to know. this, depending on how time and space work, or it might be up if you're listening to this months from now. Yeah, and you can also find us on Apple Apple's podcast and Podify. Um, but you can also find us on Apple Apple Podcast and Spotify. Twenty gives a like, we'd love it. Give us a review, give us five stars, give us a subscription. We'd appreciate it. We'd love it. Ooh, okay, for as long really as diamonds are shiny. Yeah. Yep. Mine too. So watch. Yeah, we'd I love it. The this much most My arms right are now. spread out. Everybody. And I got. Mhm. Yep. As long as our our hug is distant. That's how much we right, love it. On you that to note, we'll and see you guys next subscribe week. Subscribe to our show.